Hi, and welcome back to Sped Rehab. I'm Melanie. Hey, Melanie. I'm Susan. Hi, you Susan. You already know that. <laughs> Susan's the fun one. And the smart one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Susan has Melanie your... is definitely the talented one. Oh, we both have our talents, but thank you. Susan, how's your week going? Um, yeah, you know, pretty good. Um, let's update everyone. Sure. Because uh, we have no idea when this is actually going to to air. That's right. But or it drop. is what it, whatever the whatever the kids are saying nowadays. I think the kids are saying um, drop. Drop. Okay. Sure. First of all. For the listener, I do not have my microphone, and so I apologize if this comes out sounding weird or different. I told Melanie I would go get it, and she was like, no, no, no. I don't care how it sounds. Sure, no, blame I'm just me. You didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my weeks are very different than when I was teaching. Um, just to update everyone, I and I think I think I did last time, but if people are listening out of order, they won't really understand. Um, so I left my special ed teaching position last spring at the end of the school year to be a full-time caregiver for my father, who turned 97 last July. Um, he passed away in November. And uh, it's been a little bit of a time warp since then because people ask me, oh, what are you doing with all this free time? And I just want to flip them off because free time, what's that? Um, I'm getting his house in order and, you know, all that stuff. And if you've never done anything like that before, it is quite an endeavor. And once they reach a certain age, um, you, they, they, they never throw anything away. So just be prepared, you guys listening, if you have an elderly parent or parents getting up there or whatever, <sighs> start cleaning out now. It's it's crazy, the stuff that I've found. Um, it makes me so think So I've of, been doing that and I've been subbing. Sorry, go ahead. No, pardon me for interrupting, but it makes me think of how at the end of a school year, we clean out the classroom, go through everything, or or even over the summer or something, but just yearly going through and cleaning out. And it's not something that we typically I never did that. bring to our personal <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's something we should we should encourage that habit as we're aging, as our families are aging just from your story right now, to say, hey, maybe coordinate your end of school year clean out with your family home clean out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I never really cleaned out my classroom. <laughs> Maybe that's why they got rid of me. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't really get rid of me. Um, they probably thought about it, and then I quit first. But that's a story that's coming up. Um, so, yeah, I've been subbing a little bit, and it's, it's been good. I w I've been subbing at my former school where I was for many years, and um, it's yeah. a different life, and, uh, you know, I like it. Yeah. And I we... miss my dad a lot, but, um, you know, it's it's definitely, I'm, I, I 
realize more than ever I made the right decision by leaving um, when I did. Good. Yeah. That's How about you? How's your week? Uh, I'm doing well. I had implemented over these last few weeks a new behavior management system in my music classroom, and uh -huh. I claim no credit for it. I saw another music teacher's class. I had been asking for quite some time if I could go observe in someone else's room because it's been 10 years since I've been in the music classroom. And I basically was like, I hope wow. I'm doing this right. Yeah. Time has flown. <laughs> and so I went and observed and I saw, I don't know if it was a school-wide system or just this student uses it, um, excuse me, this teacher uses it or just the specialists in that building use it. In any case, it's two students who have a leadership role every time you come in. So two different students every time on, on some sort of rotating basis, whether chosen randomly or if the teacher has a system already for choosing the names. Anyway, one student is what she called the scout, but I'm calling the stage manager. And the other student is the conductor. And the stage manager is keeping track of points for the class. And the stage manager, just like a stage manager would, is overseeing everything that's going on. They're in charge if we need to turn on and off the lights or open or close doors. And also making sure that everything's running smoothly. And I check in with the stage manager after each section of the class and say, how did we do with blah, blah, blah? Did the class earn the point? And the class can earn up to five points throughout the whole class. And once they get to 25 points, they earn a party day, a music party day. So uh -huh. um, the conductor is like the assistant teacher, basically the person up front who people have to pay attention to. And I am supporting the conductor. Something, for instance, okay, conductor, would you please read for us or ask someone to read whatever it is we're doing or... Okay, conductor, would you please cue everyone to stand or sit or anything like that? And the kids are all familiar by this time with all my musical cues. I use things like, let's all please stand up, please sit down, let's all take a bow, things like that. Like, you know, musical cues. And so they've heard it over and over and over all year. So I can just say, remind them, let's cue everyone and maybe I'll give some sort of visual and... Then they do it, and the kids seem to really be into it, and this week has been really nice. Well, it is currently a Tuesday, but so when I say week, the past few school days have been really fun because classes are just about now earning their parties. So I've been having half of my days filled with music parties for the last couple of days, which is fun, and the kids have not really taken negative advantage of it we go over rules right at the beginning this you earned this but this is also a privilege and show me that you can handle having this again and again and the kids should have just about one more party to earn by the like very end of the school year if they get their five points every single class which is tough and I'm, I'm really impressed that the stage managers are very honest. They won't just give a point. Just you 
part of me thought, you know, kids might just say, we got the five points, we got the five points, because they want to have a party, but some days some classes have gotten one or no, or no points at all. Nice. So the kids are really holding each other accountable, and I want to give a shout-out, not by name, but a shout-out to my administrators, specifically my principal, for really fostering the environment of pushing through and being honest and accountable for your actions above everything else. Oh, that's so nice when admin will do that. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately it's more often the opposite, but I'm in my experience, I think, but I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. You just reminded me like, it must be fun to be a music teacher. (laughs) Um, My mom was a music teacher. You knew that. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Music just makes everything more fun. And you just reminded me, I need more music in my life. I need to, you know, start singing. Got to take a pee. (laughs) Passing up my car. (laughs) Making coffee now. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely helpful. See, like you're giggling just from doing that. That could be so helpful, especially if you're having like a- every everything I do should now have a song attached to it. Oh, this is going to be so fun! So, listeners, get ready for the all singing episode coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> that will be amazing. Uh, but Susan, I want to ask you about. Um, I want to bring up, speaking of school stuff, since that's what we're here to speak about, you yeah. had you had some interesting stories you were bringing, off, bringing up, excuse me, off mic, that I would love for you to share, and that I know you would love to share, speaking I about would. perspective as a teacher. Um, last time we talked about avoiding burnout. Or trying to avoid burnout, and you were talking about how part of burnout comes from all the hard work teachers do to try to encourage little children or adolescents to become decent human adults, but we don't necessarily know if what we did was helpful. So have you had any success? Oh, okay. I, I, for a minute, I was like, where is she going with this? Okay, I know I know what you're talking about. Um, so I can't remember if I, how much to the story I told you, but I shall say it again for our loyal listeners. Um, so, you know, I think burnout happens far too often with teachers oh my goodness someone's calling me hold on I'm the, this is my friend Jennifer it would be ironic if it was a former student hey dude hey girl hey you're you're on the air me and Melanie are doing our podcast oh sorry <laughs> that was our special guest that just made me laugh we're it's gonna be aired at some point, but I just want to say hey, and uh, I'll call you back. Toodles. All right, bye. She said toodles. (laughs) 
That Lord, was... I forgot to put my phone on silent. I'm sorry. You know what? I know I've mentioned this before, but I I do have a favorite podcast, and the lady that runs it is named her name is Michelle, and it's Love Over Addiction. And um, for anybody who has a family member in addiction, I just love this podcast, and she's so fun and she's so real. So when anytime something happens, like her dogs are barking, her phone's ringing, she's like, guys, this is real life stuff. <laughs> so this is real. We're not trying to pretend to, to be anything but real here. Gosh, that was so funny. I'm sure Jennifer is like mortified right now. All right. <laughs> so I know what you're referencing. And we were talking about burnout being such a, teachers being so susceptible to it because we often don't see the fruits of our labors like what we are doing we'll never really know we we know we have some impact mm -hmm. but we it's not often that we see it unless we run into students later on in life and you know they recognize us and whatever in my case I taught elementary school for a number of years I honestly don't even remember how many to be honest with you because I took a year off and then there was a couple of years I, I went mid-year and it I just had kind of a crazy um crazy time of it there for a bit but it was around 11 or 12 years and then I went to high school which I never thought I would enjoy but I really really enjoy teaching high school I have probably run into some students that I taught in elementary school and maybe didn't recognize them because um, they would be grown now. <laughs> but the high school students, I have run into a few of those. Some of them are my Facebook friends. Some of them call me. I mean, not too many, but the ones that I really connected with, um, you know, I'm still like, I can legitimately call them my friend. Uh, but I ran into one that I had not spoken to since she graduated, which would have been 2017. Yeah, she graduated in 2017. And I had not kept up with her. And I didn't feel like we really connected a whole lot. Um, I bumped into her recently because she is a vet tech at the vet um, where I take my kitties and she recognized me first and she was like oh my god and ran up to me and gave me this big hug and she was telling everybody else this was my teacher this is my teacher and what was so great is I mean she was just over the moon talking to me about she's married now and has a baby and you know she's doing all these great things and and it was so nice to talk to her but then the house has to have surgery and so I called back up there or no wait let me I'm getting ahead of myself so I had to go back up there that same day I had to drop my cat off and then I went to, to pick him up and when I went to pick him up she was just like I've been talking about you all day and I said to her have I told you this story what no, she said I don't think you've told me what she said okay so when I went back up there to pick up my cat, um, she said, I've been talking about you all day. It was so great to see you and, you know, etc. And I said, you know what? I didn't really think you liked me back then. She said, oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, just very forthcoming with that. She said, oh, yeah, I didn't. And then she smiled and she said, but you know why I didn't really like you? You pushed me out of my comfort zone. And she said, you saw that I could be better and do better. And at the time, I didn't think I could. And I was mad at you for that. And she said, but you were right. I got out of my comfort zone and I have a great job now and we're buying a house. And she said, you made me do stuff that I didn't want to do. And she said, if you had been a little easier on me, you know, I might, I might've not, you know, done the stuff that I did after that. But she said, you pushed me. And she said, I did not like it. I'm like, I know you didn't. I, I could tell you. It was a struggle in class with her sometimes. Um, she had or has dyslexia. And she's, I wouldn't say profoundly affected by it, but pretty significantly affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just pushed her to write more, read more. Um, and she fought me every step of the way. But it was so good to see her and hear that. Um, that just made me glow because as teachers, we don't get a lot of that. And I wish we, I wish we did. I feel like more teachers would, would stick with it and not get so burned out so easily. So that was a yay story. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I have some other things I was going to talk about today that are not yay stories. So I'm glad we started out with a yay story. But now I'll hand it over to you. So what you got? (laughs) Uh, Should I share a yay story? I could share a yay story that just happened recently. So last week, as of our recording this, last week was Teacher Appreciation Week. So that's always fun to be appreciated (laughs) in the moment from the actual students that are there right then and there. So the students gave some gifts and some teachers had students do little post-it notes to share and then they put the post-it notes up on bulletin boards really adorable and there's some there are wait I'm sorry I have to interrupt one second yes quit scratching that (laughs) sorry I have a kitty who is now obsessed with scratching my couch so real life Okay. Real life. Continue. <laughs> so, I don't. I think I have mentioned this on an earlier episode, but I'm the sixth or seventh music teacher at this school in six or seven years. Yeah, you did say that. And there are many siblings in the school. Anyway, one pair of brothers. Gave me a very sweet card, and the older brother, who is a fifth grader, that's the oldest grade in the school building, he wrote, I've been here for six years, and I finally enjoyed music this year. And, yeah, Susan's making a, aw, face. Oh, I was in the middle of swallowing, so I couldn't, like, say anything for a second, but, oh my gosh, that's so great. That really warmed my heart just like before you were saying you had a moment when you really knew it was the right decision to leave teaching that definitely gives me fuel 
for going into the next school year. You know, there was adrenaline of switching career choices. I mean, still a teacher, but Mm -hmm. shifting in my career back to music. And there's been, there have been many moments that have shown me that it was the right choice, but that especially meant a lot because in that kind of situation, I'm just one of six that this kid had and something, something was wonderful. And I'm glad that whatever it was, I, I had, I was a small part of that or a big part. I don't know, but I'm just really glad. It's been really nice to see a lot of my kids start to blossom in their musical skills. And I think like what you're saying about what this young woman, your, your former student who said, you pushed me and I didn't like it. I can definitely see that in a lot of the young students because I don't take any shit and I'm very firm about what is and is not acceptable. Even in my like, you know, silly, silly ways in the classroom, but I don't mind embarrassing them because it's so much about my kid can't be uncomfortable. Don't be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like get effing uncomfortable. That's not acceptable. So like when they start <clears throat> acting up, you are not afraid to say, zip it, zip your shit. <laughs> not in so many uh, words, but the first bad teacher reference of the evening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We just, we, we need, we're real, Melanie. We're just real. I think Anyone listening to us by now, if they've stuck with us this long, they're going to be like one of us and they're going to use profanity and <laughs> yeah, talk about substance use and <laughs> things like that. Because I swear, teaching school, I have had jobs before. I don't know if I've even said this before, but um, prior to entering the field of education, I was in the military and then in law enforcement. And I promise you, those were hard jobs, but they were nothing like teaching special education. And in so many ways, just the stress, the burnout, the backstabbing and cutthroat stuff. And, you know, the crap you get from parents and then not getting backed up by your administrators. I'm, I'm so glad to hear stories where kids are getting what they deserve. Yeah. Because if they're young enough, it will, that will turn that around for them. I hope we hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope I'm eager to see these younger the younger elementary kids over these next few years I do feel the way you do about my fifth graders right now because obviously I've only seen them for this year at the school and a lot of them are blossoming especially at that time of life about to do the middle school transition and coming out of their shell and finding who they are it's nice and I won't get to see it. And I just hope that I will get invitations to their middle school music concerts and things like that. Um, 
That would be oh, I have awesome. I have so many graduation parties to go to Good. in a couple of weeks. It just makes me so happy that all these kids are inviting me and and that they're graduating in the first place. You know, that's great. Yes. You know, I want to bring this up. I I know we kind of talked briefly before doing the podcast. Like we made some notes about things we want to talk about. I guess we'll have to get to to it another time. But um, I I had this thought just now. This is what I want to do in the future. And we will need readers. I, well, I keep saying re- I keep saying readers because I'm an author. <laughs> Hi, our listeners. Um, this is what I would love to hear from listeners about. I want to instill compassion in the upcoming generations. That is my big thing. I want to instill compassion for others, for old people, for other kids, for people with disabilities, for animals. I feel like that needs to really be fostered. Mm -hmm. Um, That and another soapbox of mine is, and I'm clueless when it comes to this, but I... I want kids to be very discerning when it comes to what is on the internet. Yeah. And that's something that you and I did not have to deal with growing. Our parents did not have to deal with that. I mean, my parents were concerned. They would not let me in 1977 go see the first star Wars movie because they thought it would be too graphic for me. So I wasn't allowed to go see it. Can you imagine? (laughs) What's taken place since then? Okay, I know that we kind of have to start wrapping this up. But anywho, we're going to, okay, for our listeners, yes, we are going to start pretty soon doing a segment called Put It in the Podcast. And we're going to allow you guys to vent. Yes. But in order to do that, Melanie, what do people need to do? People need to email us at spedrehab at gmail.com, S-P-E-D-R-E-H-A-B at gmail.com. And also, after this, we'll start looking into maybe a Google number so that people could leave voicemails because it's more fun to hear a teacher's voice venting their frustrations than just text. But we want to hear your stories, and we're so grateful that you are a part of our little sped rehab family. That sounds like fun. If we could just do like little snippets of teachers calling up and being like, I have to vent this. Oh my gosh. That sounds like so much fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I can't wait to share more stories with you on the next one. Yay. Bye everyone. We love you guys. Love you.